That's how that's how I like saying that now. Correlativeville. <laughs> yeah. 101 magic cards all being slaughtered for a coat. Is that what the uncut sheets are? The yep. coats? <laughs> oh my god. This, they, is, all yeah. cru- this is Corella. They never this got is, to live. They never got to play. This they, is what's happening. They had those, by the way. They had uncut sheets you could get for tickets at the DreamHack event. And I'm not going to lie. I really wanted to try for it. If they had an uncut sheet of Lord of the Rings, you know they that, did. that. How much was it? 400 tickets. How, how many tickets did like how many tickets for winning a draft then 40 oh my god okay. that's so inexpensive right you could have just I gone walked around it. and bought tickets off the, of people that wasn't the problem the problem was mostly the lack of time to get the tickets so you had to like mob with other people to get it because there weren't enough events you could get into that's stupid i know so it's it's kind of like the the prize in like 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 the playstation in the vending machine that theoretically you can claw out of there but no, you can't. It, it takes a whole team to do it, and there's a prize that you can't split. Yeah. Beautiful. It's yeah. okay. We're magic players. We understand that any of these events you pool when you have to do ticketing. Everyone does that. Yeah. Maybe next time. It was fun, though. We're magic fun. players. We pool resources. But that does tell me that there oh are uncut God. sheets of Lord of the Rings, so now I can look for those. Has that, has that trend hit you finally? Though? Oh, yeah, the TikTok thing. Yeah. We're noun. We verb. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Keep seeing weird ones. I'm not We're from the no- dark stream. We hit death sticks. <laughs> that's, that's the whole. Yeah, so they, they had one that I saw we're lately. the dark stream. We swear a lot. It's like, we're boomers. Of course we fell asleep during Netflix. Like, shit like that. Wait, but that's been around for decades. Right, but now it's a TikTok trend. Yeah. So everybody's oh, doing their okay, version so just, of it. So usually it'll be two people walking and one person's holding the camera on the other and the one... You know, who's on camera is, yeah, like, we're whatever, we do this, and then they swap, and it's the other person doing it. And the variants are supposed to have a joke interspersed every other, typically. That tends to be the format. doesn't have to be, but it tends to be. Mm-hmm. So what, we're, what we've gotten to is what people did IRL, we're just repeating again in videos because it's a new medium, and it's awesome that way. Yes. That's what I'm seeing it yeah. as is just, it's like the fashion recycling. But I hadn't gotten, I hadn't really realized how well we're recycling just general social constructs. You know, so that's Gen good. Z is Christopher Columbusing pretty hard. Yeah, I got. I gotta say, I don't mind. I really don't. No, it's a fun trend. I'm fine with it's, it. It's kind of like um, when people think about like, oh, I want to listen to '80s music and like '80s pop music, and then you go listen to like any of those records, and they're horrible. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you only remember the hits. It's kind of like that, but like only bringing back the hits. Fair, fair. The the shitty ones died, and they get left alone. So for magic, it'd be, we're magic players. After every round, we ear rape everybody about what happened. We're magic players. Of course I'll have 24 wings. <laughs> we're magic players. If you want to find us, look for the guy outside in a trench coat. We're magic players. We don't own deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> we're magic players. We chain smoke more than anyone. <laughs> yeah. you, I'm sure it isn't that bad anymore, but there's probably more vaping now. But man, remember yeah. back in the day when you'd go outside and it's just, there's a cloud of smoke hanging outside. The difference between an MTG event and a behemoth concert was negligible in terms of the attendance. We're magic players. We spend more on our deck than our car. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've, had, I've had an offer of a, uh, a car. It was like, you know, 
a beater back in the day, but a over magic cards that there was a debt on. A, a fucking hoopty, huh? Yep. God. God offered that, and I'm like, nope, I want the cash. <laughs> I mean, you would have been trading for a vehicle. <laughs> Vehicles didn't exist yet. But did it you have the ability back. to crew it? Technically? There you go. <laughs> uh, it was before I decided to not drive. Does it turn into a getaway car? <laughs> what if they had vehicles that only only creatures that could use a stick shift can crew them? I mean, I was kind of surprised they didn't do a little subtype of like, if a human crews this, it gets extra bonus. They did that with uh, dwarves and shit and like pilots in some sets. Yeah, yep. but never humans, which I always thought was odd because like a raccoon. Have you seen how we drive? That's fair. <laughs> uh, maybe it should have been detriments. If a human crews this. Give the human minus one minus Sacrifice one. Sacrifice at end of turn. <laughs> right. <laughs> the getaway car for sure. Should have had that. <laughs> now, elves. Elves can freely crew vehicles. Well, yeah. They will handle with such precision that you'll actually be annoyed. Yeah, but they're beneath. That's beneath them. <laughs> yeah, they're just sluts for every color, and rightfully so. Yeah, they just sit on the back of, like, some enormous stag and, and ride it through a, a fucking portal. Usually, when I think of what elves... What are you? Uh, you're an elvish fey merfolk. Okay, I'm not... E that's just cool. That's We're right. elves. We're better than you. <laughs> We're elves. We're sluttier than you. And we will breed into whatever whatever you're in. We're elves. We live for thousands of years. Of course, we've all fucked each other. And everything else. It's like working in a kitchen forever. <laughs> it's like that uh, whole thing from Future Man. Oh, God. Spoilers for anyone out there. <laughs> oh, God. I won't go into into detail, but... Yeah, we establish what happens when you have infinite time. So when, when elves, <laughs> when the elves that hook up with humans, is that kind of like putting peanut butter on your balls and inviting your dog over? <laughs> For them, probably. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, let's check. Let's like, check they look into at, like, the, uh, like you can't, like Arwen. Arwen, you can't fuck your pet. <laughs> and she's like, I will too fuck my pet. <laughs> yeah, the lineage of Aragorn, since Aragorn would be like one fifty second elvish. Yeah. Just like uh, Elrond's, what, one is three-fourths Elvish only or something? Oh, is he? He's yeah. not a pureblood? No. He's a muggle? Nope. <laughs> that muggle. A lot of the elves are not pure. <laughs> Again, you know, they, you really... It, like Galadriel's about All those about years, it. are they only just going to keep banging each other? Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, they bang the pets. Don't, yeah. don't forget... Sooner or later, you're going to put some peanut butter on the scrote. Like, every <laughs> single elf thing ever written in any fantasy always is like, yes, elves are not good with, uh, you know... Boundaries. Actual breeding. <laughs> the, actual, the actual birthing of children is, is something Elf doesn't do well. Do you think that's why Elrond was cozying up with the dwarves so much? Like, no one's hitting this. It's like <laughs> figuring out that, figuring out that, 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 like, everybody in band is trying to fuck. Uh. <laughs> but, like, nobody else knows it, you know? It's just Elrond with the dwarves. Just hanging out, doing his thing. <laughs> it, it, is, it is the logic of that sort of thing, and I like that, that thought now, especially for Elrond. Oh my. Why are you so welcome in all of these dwarven halls? Well, I'm not welcome in some dwarven homes. Ow! <laughs> so when, uh, when Frodo rolls over at the end of Lord of the Rings and he goes to the, what, what, are they, what are the lands called? The Undying Lands. Right. So they're just like, we need a pet for the Undying Lands. Yeah, like your, your puppy that can live forever. Right. Although this is more of a rescue puppy. Right. <laughs> Frodo and Bilbo, yeah. Yeah, the rescue puppies that they're like, all right, we don't want to lose you. We're very fond of you, rescue puppies. Very good dogs. Hey, <laughs> right. Samwise and Gimli all also go there later. Very good boys. <laughs> in fact, uh, of, of the fellowship, it's like, who, who in the fellowship doesn't? Okay. Aragorn. Merry and Pippin. 
and Aragorn. In in LOTR, eventually everyone goes. Really? Eventually, literally everyone winds up there. How does Aragorn make it? It's just like heaven or something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So like it. It's weird because at one point I've learned this within the last two weeks. At one point, um, the world of Middle Earth, but it's only Middle Earth during anyway. The world of Middle Earth at one point was flat. Okay. And flat Middle Earthers. And uh, <laughs> the, the undying lands were a continent on flat Middle Earth. Okay. And they just broke straight off and went into space, and then it became a round planet. It was no longer weighted down by the lofty plane of so it, fuckerty. Right. At one point, you could, you could just get in a boat and literally go there no matter who you were. You could be some dipshit fisherman. And if you were persistent enough, you know, you could Columbus your way over to the undying lands. But now you need like a, a special elf boat that can, I guess, fly through fucking space or something. Yeah, there's some portaling going on there. Yeah. So the elves really do like the idea of all their dogs go to heaven. Pretty much. But, but everybody does. Like, it, it, like even Morgoth, even Sauron, eventually wind up there. Anyone want to bang a Balrog? Balrog deep. <laughs> ball gag, Balrog, let's go. <laughs> going Balrogs deep. I mean... Definitely a dom. Got the whip. Not afraid to use it. Surprisingly, a lot of orcs Just are subs. Just a really bratty sub, actually. Just a really bratty sub. <laughs> all of Saruman's orcs, all subs. Uh, that I believe, yes. <laughs> so the end sunned up there, too, then. Everyone, yeah. Except for Tom Bombadil. Why not Tom Bombadil? I have no idea, but Tom Bombadil is the exception to every rule, and everything has him cited as the exception to every rule, so he's probably the exception to this. I mean, I could totally see Tom Bombadil just chilling and being like, nah, I'm not ready to do that. And just chilling forever. Like, nah, nah, I have not, I have not. Just taking a long nap. Yeah. I haven't done everything yet. I'm not ready. <laughs> when I've done everything, I'll go to the Undying Lands. Wow. Makes me wonder if it all just starts over then. <laughs> Bombadil hits and they're like, all right, reset. Right, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the trick is when you reach heaven, Undying Lands things, right. it's like, <laughs> All right, here's a better... Oh, it's like I just came into the adventure however long before this already started. And here's my memories of the previous life fading and go. Ah, oh, damn it. That would be excellent if Tom Bombadil starts Ragnarok of the Undying Lands. <laughs> he shows up and everybody's like, fuck, that's the end. <laughs> no, no, everyone, we have to find the new Undying Lands now. <laughs> There's um, this book called God Bless You, Dr. Kevorkian. I know of that book. Which yeah. is a, a collection of kind of essays, but they, they, Kurt Vonnegut wrote them for this radio show back in the day. Okay. Where he wrote it from his point of view as though Dr. Kevorkian were there administering a treatment to him to bring Kurt just into the edge of death so he could talk to people in the other realm and then bring him back. Fascinating. And, you know, Kurt was an atheist, so this is like extra funny. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Like Kurt, Kurt was such an atheist that, that he did a eulogy for Isaac Asimov. <laughs> it's quite an atheist move yes in the first in the first one where he comes back he's like the the afterlife is just heaven and everyone's there yes including hitler <laughs> and i i've talked to a handful of people about the idea of that and and just thinking about the concept of, of all these people that like just wasted their lives <laughs> on religion and <laughs> And deprived themselves of everything and they were total assholes to everybody, you know, and, and just hated their lives. And then they get like, oh, I made it to heaven. And then they look around and there's like a bunch of people doing gay shit. And they're like, God damn it. 
it doesn't work the way I saw, I thought it would work. People told let me. everyone in here. <laughs> right. It's like nothing I didn't matter. I let you hang out on the world doing, you know, your Puritan thing. But I mean, like, this is for more people. You can't just think of yourself. You weren't like one of them, were you? <laughs> and let's get real. If, if the door guy were checking ID, you wouldn't be getting in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really think that you were going to get the special invite to a place that's supposed to be about equality and peace? And again, you're trying to get there on a hierarchy. The fundamental concept is broken, people. I've never thought of St. Peter as a bouncer, but that's way more fun. Oh, come on. That's the best way to think of it. Yeah, that's way more fun. See, now I'm thinking about like St. Peter not letting people into heaven for like petty bouncer reasons. Right. You know, like like old people trying to go (laughs) to heaven and they're like, they're not hot enough. So they go to hell or at least like, I don't know. You don't have to go to hell. You just can't come here. Go to to the end of the line. You wait in line like everyone else. No, you come here, sweetie. (laughs) Okay, you can come in. Yeah, yeah. You can bring your friend. I'm cool with that. Whoa. Right, I know girl, you're their you killed friend yourself too, at age 19. Come on in. <laughs> you back end of the line. End of the line. Right kind of year for it. That <laughs> hat is horrible. End of the line. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just imagining Peter like, so who do you know, bro? Who do you know? No, nah, they're not in here, bro. Go, go away. <laughs> they're not here. Check the patio. The patio is not inside. No, nah, she's taking care <laughs> of bro. Don't even worry about it. Oh, no. You can get in the back of the back line. line. <laughs> right. Now you're making now you're making St. Peter a bouncer inside the bar. Right. <laughs> now St. Peter's like a bouncer at an 80s hair metal gig. Oh. A lot of people's girlfriends are in there, man. <laughs> Look, there's a waiting area right over there. Just go. What what like behind that crowd? No, it's that crowd. It's that that's how many people. So yeah. I'm just- imagining like a super homophobic <laughs> boomer and St. Peter just zips his fly down and goes, How bad do you want to get in? Just gets them. <laughs> yeah, but those motherfuckers want to get ranch throated anyway. Deep down, you know. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> take any, take any really, really vocally homophobic person. Yeah. Put them in the middle of a booth at a gay bar. Give them eight to fourteen drinks, and they're gonna have a confession to make. <laughs> confession one: I'm running for president, and. You know, I can run for president, I think. Yeah, so I should can just, I. I should just do that. I'm not allowed yet. Someday, it, though. There's something I'm just thinking like, yeah, you know, with the state of things, I, I don't think I, I, I think I have to collect like so many signatures to get on a ballot. So, you know, that shouldn't be hard. We could in probably like, get in like every state, though. Not if, uh, no, no, it's a state by state. You just need so to get on I the only get one. on the ballot in one state. I don't, what do I care? It's about entertainment. It's just in one state. Yeah. yeah. Just get it. Just, <laughs> Iowa. I was the best for that. If I won president of the United States of Iowa. I bet I could make it. I bet I could get the ne- requisite signatures just by hitting up the magic community. I mean, worst case. <laughs> Actually, we then, to- then we could, we could like do a campaign for you where you go, pretend to like go more MAGA than MAGA and just try and split that vote even harder. <laughs> I, I don't even think I could summon up that role. I, that would be a lot of hoof. <laughs> No, it just goes the reasonable alternative. That's way more fun. Or yeah, yeah. What if you just cosplayed as the Parks and Rec guy? Oh, Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Yeah, it. yeah. Just cosplay him. Yes, you see over here. You know what I believe in? Make up your own fucking mind. Do what you want. I'm out. Yeah, the point is, you know, we're <laughs> Sith. If we're going to get elected to a position, it should be through lies, manipulation, <laughs> subterfuge. Yes. And a desire to do the opposite of what we're saying we're going to do. So Ron Swanson it. Yeah, you pretend to be Ron Swanson. I can't yeah. remember who the quote's from now. Dude, you can it's, uh, trick libertarians. They're already libertarians. They yeah. certainly believed Ron Swanson was a real person they and think not just... Ayn Rand wrote a good book. That's true. <laughs>
They, they do <laughs> think that. It wasn't, but they, they do no, think that. I take that. that back. They think Ayn Rand wrote two good books. I just want you to, I just want you to know this is, oh, I, I'm forgetting what I'm doing. I shrugged. And I was like, nobody uh, laughed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, this is right. Oh, Atlas. Yep. See, I, do you remember in the early seasons of South Park, there was like a, a, a magic of reading episode? Hmm. Yes. Where there was a guy who had like a book bus. Okay. And there was a mystery because somebody was running around fucking all the chickens. Oh my God. I remember and leaving that clues. But they were, you know, written down clues. And our Officer Bar Brady was illiterate. <laughs> so they, were, had, they had to teach Officer Bar Brady how to sound out the clues <laughs> and read the clues to find the chicken fucker who was, in fact, of course, the bus guy. And, and, you know, he's getting hauled away like, but at least I taught you a valuable lesson. And Barb Brady's got his thumbs up like, oh, right. And then later they have a, a parade for him because he caught the chicken fucker and he can read. And he, he goes to give his speech and he's like, I just read the book Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. And it is the biggest piece of shit ever. And I'm never reading again. <laughs> Thanks, South Park. Oof. Always knocking it out of the park, that show. I've been hearing that the new episodes are pretty good. I've heard nothing but dubs. I haven't seen any of them since like the COVID ones. I hadn't even watched the new Rick and Morty. No, me either. Is that, is that all done? I believe uh, so. But where is it? Oh, it's on, I think, HBO. Ah. A, a place that we, somebody just needs a subscription for for one month. Right. And right. My, my next subscription to HBO will not be for at least four months because I need House of Dragons on there. Yeah, I think it's I think worth that's, waiting. I think it's the first part of that. I don't feel like year, I'm in a rush to see it. I've got lots of things to do. Yeah, that's most of where I'm at. I mean, granted, these are the winter months, so it's usually a good time to enjoy shows before it gets nice out and you don't have the excuse of looking outside and going, oh, fuck that. No, you can watch shows year-round, regardless of weather. I get that, but I have less <laughs> of a guilty conscience about it when it's disgusting outside. See, get over your guilty conscience. Darth, Darth, Darth Zero is a bit more of a cave dweller. This is also true. Very proud of my my ability. You know, I, I found it very fun to watch Takes Dark Side more literally. <laughs> you can you can set things up outside to watch. See, there you go. Everyone's happy then. A projector on the side of the barn, kind That's of. That's right. Yeah, like look at that. Can you imagine, like, if you went to a strip club and then set up a projector against a wall and just started watching something? That would be great. Fun fact: That's how they did sports in many strip clubs. Just a projector on the wall. Uh huh. That was uh, the old lumberyard model. They would put a giant projector so that you could watch football and like try I to watch. Bet it those dancers were so mad. I would be. Yeah, whatever, honey. <laughs> Trying to set a vibe, and the dudes are like, "Uh huh." Can you get me a beer? <laughs> They're in front of you. <laughs> I th I got to imagine the part that really would piss them off is all the side bets that are happening with money. <laughs> They're not getting any of it. unless unless you're gonna like side bet on some dances or something. I mean, I've done that, but like, I mean, side betting on the games in front of them seems just rooted a whole nother way. <laughs> yeah, but like you're betting dances. Oh, okay, okay. I you know, like that. if they get this first down, then you gotta buy me a dance, and then you lose. So then you just go like picking whoever you think I would like a dance from the least, <laughs> and then tell them it's like my birthday. Oh, oof, cruel. Yeah, the right cruel. move is always saying it's your birthday. That is the correct move. To say it's somebody else's birthday? Absolutely. It's someone's birthday whenever you go there. The key is, if no one else is doing it, do that for fun. But otherwise, oh yeah. Especially if it's someone's first time. 
I am absolutely never, never going to tell a stripper that it's my birthday. That has never worked well for me. Yeah, but it already happened to you. I mean, unless you just say, told her like your social security number, then you got to give her your date of birth. <laughs> That's just the rule. But yeah, it is a Those great. Are the rules. It, it is a great initiation tactic. Yeah. First time at a strip club, you got to go with your birthday. <laughs> it's quite the experience. Yeah, but I don't think strip clubs are quite the same anymore. I mean, it's not like, what are you doing? Hey, you want it? No, no, we're actually just sitting in here drinking beer because it was inexpensive or free to get in here and we still had this in the car. Every time I've been to a strip just club, like the if I didn't already show up with a bunch of people and we were already having a bunch of fun independently, it's been sad. Yep, that, that is exactly how strip clubs seem to work. And it just seems like a really expensive place to drink my own drinks. Yes. You bring the party... Just because you want to see some spare titties. And that's like literally the only way I think a strip club's halfway decent is if you're like, all right, I'd kind of like to see some nudity and there's already a party happening and we can all get there easily. Except if I were a Coke dealer, I would go to the strip club all the time. Because one, you do a lot of business. Sure. Between the the DJ, the girls, uh, random people there. Truckers. 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 You got to have meth for them. I was going to say, you sure this isn't just someone selling meth? In well, the parking easier. lot. That's easier to get away with, <laughs> certainly. Coke is almost a red flag these days. Like, you have that much money in your year? No, no, no. That's too high end. Oh, yeah, heard- yeah, but you're a dealer, so, like, you've got a pistol, too. There was just a, a story in the news. Someone had, uh, they'd tried, like, another big Coke smuggling thing. I think they'd cut open, like, a whole shitload of pineapples and hollowed them out and put them back together. I, I encountered a story earlier today, a news story of... Um, you know, some, some, some boats smuggling Coke in, in Florida Uh-oh. Oh, and like the coast guards coming. So they, they toss all the Coke overboard Okay, and sharks started eating it. Yes. Oh God. This story's great already. Oh God. So there were like all these coked up sharks swimming around, like eating cocaine and being psychopaths, <laughs> which is exactly what Florida yeah, needs. That's just you know, that's the sharks so Florida, Florida deserves. That is the shark NATO of Florida. Oh God. What's this? That's Cokie Shark. <laughs> you imagine like sitting on your boat and like chopping up a line and then a, a shark just beaches itself and is like, <laughs> and mean, then if- like takes a big dump, doesn't want to eat you because it's not hungry, flops back in, tries to fuck, but can't. <laughs> I just am so curious. Like, would it have made the sharks more deadly or more just given to prone to acts of bumpy aggression? Because they're biting in things is not their instinctive thing. They bump first. And if they're bumping, <laughs> they're just going to run into bumps. Sh- They're just going to keep running into bumps shit like bumps, angry. Baby. Bumps for bumps. Like you're going to get probably a bunch of cuts because they're, depending on how they swim against you, they're like, scales will cut you. But It's not scales. It's, it's like a bunch of little teeth coating their skin. But yeah, it's more like sandpaper. But the point is it will cut you. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why I don't swim in the ocean. That's right. Problem I don't go to ecosystems solved. that... Uh, I don't belong in, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. come on. Think, think it's happy. It's not even sharks. It's like jellyfish and think shit. Think really happy shots. Uh, yep. Bull sharks, which can still attack and kill you. They've been found as far up as uh, Missouri, I believe. Yeah, that's why I don't Just swim. so you know, you, they, they, you can, some sharks are adapting. You know, the beauty of getting <laughs> tubes put in my ears is I have a permanent, permanent excuse to never swim again. Because I can't have these underwater ever. So I don't ever have to make an excuse for not liking swimming. Uh-oh. What if you ever get like... Why like, do you need an excuse? Why don't you just like, I don't want to do it? I've dealt with too many boomers to think that's an option. You're going to yeah, go bombing for There's these apples? magic words that you can say, which are fuck you. 
They'd be like, hey, come get in the water. I'd be like, no, I don't want to do it. Like, ah, oh, come on and do it. Like, I just said I didn't want to. Like, ah, oh, get in the water. Fuck you. <laughs> what? Fair. Slip Fair. on a banana peel and land in that fucking coffin, motherfucker. Fuck you. You know, your your ear surgery, though, has completely disqualified you. You cannot be a double O because all the double O's get, like, their heads dunked as water torture. So you're out. You can't be a double O. I'm just sorry. Double, I'm just a double bro. Never a double O. Double yeah. O. That, too. <laughs> Bros and hoes and boats. Boats, boats, boats. Bouts? That's about that. No, I keep thinking of Jaws just now popping up. Me like, yo, man, anybody got some? <laughs> got that good shit? <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine Jaws trying to suck dick for Coke? That's like the worst. <laughs> like swimming up on a sperm whale. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> Stop using your teeth. <laughs> yeah, teeth, teeth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, That's why they call them white sharks, motherfucker. <laughs> and for anyone who wants to go further back, imagine the cartoon show Jabber Jaws. Jabber Jaws? That was this a, is a cartoon? Yeah, it was around the time that Jaws was big. There was a cartoon character called Jabber Jaws, who was a nice shark who hung out and walked around the water and talked yeah, to people like and drove Barbara cars. Yeah. Cartoon? Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera, yeah. Yep. God, I grew up without TV. That's you, what I've learned. You missed out on some good stuff. You know that shot in Jaws... Where that you finally see the shark, you know, he's chumming the water and the shark just pops up. Yep. And then, like, later there's other shots where, where the shark's mouth is just full of blood. But, like, instead the blood's coming from the shark's nose instead of somebody that it's eating. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, blood going out of its gills while it's swimming. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Florida, for always making the news in the weirdest way. Like, just every every time I hear a weird story, first question. You need Florida? to get out of your boat. The bottom of the hole is all painted white. Ah! <laughs> why is it always Florida, though? Like, why is it always Florida, it seems? When you race to the bottom, sometimes, you know, people follow. <laughs> okay, uh, here's, here's my best guess. Mm. Um, historically, old people vote the most. Sure. And they move to Florida. Okay. The end. End of story. It's their fault. I mean, somebody elected Ron DeSantis. There, okay, so I was in Florida for like 10-ish days at the end of this last year, and they are weirdly into Ron DeSantis. It is really wild. Like the, the amount of mental gymnastics they're willing to do to justify having, like they actually don't want him to run for president because they want to keep him as governor. Don't worry, he won't win. I know, but I was like, this is wild, wild that all these people, and many of them self-proclaimed Democrats, that still somehow are on board with DeSantis. A Democrat Wild. Republican citing that you're one of those really is just, not, it's, it's not even a thing. Yeah, I feel like Democrat <laughs> just means you say the racist stuff behind closed doors. You say the silent thing. Right, like if you're a Republican, you say it on Facebook. <laughs> and if you're a Democrat, you say it behind closed doors to that person who said it on Facebook. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> white people. <laughs> but like, oh my God. a lot of people left Florida too. That's fair. It, it is, there's travel advisories from all kinds of different organizations for Florida. Are there? Yeah, like it's, there's a bunch of different organizations that have given Florida like a blacklist rating for anyone LGBTQ. They're just like, don't travel there. It's not safe for you. Damn. Anybody, okay. anybody who's, you know, Hispanic in any way, just don't go there. How do they feel about most of the Midwest? Um, we, a lot of the states in the Midwest are not doing great, but we're not a, 
We're not a don't go there zone yet. Yet. That's yeah. Yeah. Like our, our governor has been deep throating Ron DeSantis's soft fucking putt all year. Yeah. I've so seen the commercials. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see how effective she is at trying to Florida eyes, Iowa. But, you know, as, as much as we've got some nasty people here, they just don't have that Florida meth energy, you know? Also true. Like our, our meth heads don't vote. Right. <laughs> I never thought of that. Our meth heads don't vote. That, that is a really good point. Our meth heads are too busy doing meth and dying. Yeah. But we've got a different problem because, you know, like our old people are doing the right thing and dying. And, um, Unfortunately, a lot of people that come through here and are in college are like, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. I've got no roots here, really. Why would I stay? Most of the cool ones I've found go to Colorado. That, there, there's, Minneapolis or Minnesota, rather, is also a pretty... That. Yeah. There's the, the only real strong reason to stay here if you don't have roots here is like, boy, it sure is cheap. And it sure is. Yeah. That, there is that. Considering where pricing has gone. Like I've seen what it costs to live in Florida. It's like 2,200 a month for a two bedroom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's fucking insane here. 800 will do you. It's a no, huge difference. 800 won't get you a two. Bedroom. Not anymore. No, still will. I found a couple. My old one that I actually really enjoyed still at 850. What year was that? This year I checked again for funsies. Oh, it's still 850. Damn. That's impressive. Yeah. I usually don't see that underground. It's getting, it's starting to push up. That's part of why I left. Cause I was, when I was there, it was like seven fifty, and then they're like, "It's going to be eight fifty. I'm like, "Nope, I know where this game goes. Yeah, I'm getting dick. a place." <laughs> the thing is, like, time time wasn't by time was I mean like five ten years ago pre pandemic that that shit would have been like maybe five hundred maybe yeah but probably more like three fifty four and you could easily find another roommate if you wanted and just pay a couple hundred a month and move through. yeah yeah it, it used to be insane how cheaply you could live here especially if you had a bunch of room. It was never something I used to think about. We'll and not even way. a bunch of roommates, but like one roommate per bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. It was something I never had to think about, though. It was like, yeah, of course I can scrounge up 300 bones every month. Like, that's not that fucking hard. I'll just work for a week. The We're apartment there. that I lived in pre-pandemic until the end of the pandemic. Yeah. I went up about 300 during that time. Holy fuck. I think pre-pandemic, you could actually, if you had a roommate, I think you could actually pay all your bills if you made minimum wage and worked 40 hours. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. And you probably need to hustle if you want to, like, have some death sticks or something. But. Well, now we're in the era of doom spending. The math mathed. Yeah. And, and now it's doom spending. And a lot of people deciding that college just ain't a smart move. I just went doom spending. I spent $125 and bought 18 full text islands. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just wanted to put that out there for someone out there is going to hear this and be like, yeah, that's awesome. Most of you are going to be like, why? <laughs> and, and if you are, remember, you play Magic and buy this shit too. <laughs> it's the same cardboard out of the same factory. Fair. And if not that, it's something else. There's still a million secret layers. And I keep seeing people open ones I've never heard of. Oh, yeah. There's probably like two dozen that we've never heard of, just flat never heard of. Yeah. More than that. More than that. There's so many now. There's like one a week, basically. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. They, don't do, they don't do one a week. They'll do like seasonal rotations for the most part. Yeah. But there will be like 10 of them. Yeah. And then there'll be like one promo card that is just really cool. And something like the one I saw last time was a scarab God. Yep. That looked cool as shit. It was like a DJ scarab God. Yeah. And that's a great, great commander card. 
that's a great cube card. It's a great all kinds of shit card. Yeah. And he, I think you had to buy like $250 worth of shit to be able to get it. Well, they, they had so many. They had that uh, festival on Arena where you could enter it. And if you won, you would get secret layer shit that didn't sell. That's what that festival was. I, I looked at it briefly and I was kind of intrigued by the idea of having a bunch of packs and this sort of chaos thing. But then it was like, and to get the prize, you need this and you need this account and that. And I'm like, nah, I'm done reading. No, fuck you. That's where I got to as well. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's, oh, there's so many stipulated. Yeah, right. No this. way. Yeah. You have to jump through hoops of things. Yeah. For the scraps, for the dregs, it's, the shit they couldn't sell. That's, that's, you know, it's, it's kind of weird because there used to be this kind of like customer centric experience yeah. where, <laughs> it, it, this, I mean, because here's the weird thing. Like the a company would be like, we want to create a great experience for our customers. Right. And instead now it's like, no, we just want employees that are willing to accept emotional abuse from our customers while we enrage them with our shitty products and service. Yeah, that seems to be the motto of every big corporation. Don't worry, at this we're point. keeping it floating though, because there ain't no one else like us in the game. So yeah, <laughs> now that we have that never goes wrong. in our areas, we'll just do what we want. It's it's been a pretty pretty interesting thing, as a lot of people have just kind of quit spending money on basically anything non essential. Also running out of money. Yeah, I mean now that groceries are such a substantial part of my bill, I definitely have less money for a fuck around. Well, even so, like for as as things become more chaotic, sure, and as these prices get weirder, and as the government gets worse, you know, like you you could be sitting reasonably comfortable, but at the same time, like how much money do you need to like not fall between the cracks if something goes wrong, right? And so you could have the money to make a large purchase, and then just be thinking like, but then I'm not, I'm substantially less safe. <laughs> on a basic material way. That was how I felt when I was debating if I was going to pick up my own stem cells for the back. I was like, okay, so that's $10,000. I can do that because I've saved for a while, but like, if I do, that's the last curveball I can have. Do I really care enough about healing my back to do that? Right. And that was like a weird, like, okay, but like, it's a risk. But if it works, I can do all these other jobs if I need to. And that's, you know, a different kind of security. But if it doesn't, it's like I just blew $10,000 at a casino for nothing, and now my curveballs are fucked. And goddamn, if there's anything what I've learned. What an accurate description of American healthcare. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the casino would be the better bet in that situation. <laughs> right? God, I could at least get fucking 40, what, 48.5% odds, 49.5% and put it on roulette. If you want to go that way. It's the best odds, right? If you're not doing blackjack and counting cards or poker against other players. I was players. just about to say, just go play poker. Your odds are far improved. Or far worse, depending on how bad it'll play. I was going to say, it depends on the player. Pretty heavily there. I don't know there. how. Yeah. I'm reminded of that, uh, what, what was the movie? Uh, Rounders, where if you walk into a casino and you can't spot the... Can't spot the fish at the table, you are. Yes. There we go. Yeah. That, that would be I'm my I'm just concern. imagining like a, a carp wearing a hat, like, what? <laughs> That's why I like looking at poker. Better yet, Admiral like, Adbar, Akbar, like, shit. It's a trap. <laughs> Poker's not necessarily about being the best at something. It's about being the luckiest, better levels of bad than the worst than the other bad people. It's about drawing your six shooter faster. <laughs> you ever seen like a bunch of bad people at a table and someone who knows what they're doing sit down and then the person who knows what they're doing is dead because they can't get a read on all the bad people? That's why it works. Now, out of curiosity, people go to the casinos. They spend a lot of money. They come out with piles of cash, right? 
Does nobody just wait outside to rob them? Where there's security and police everywhere and posted at all the doors and right. every, everything. It's they gotta monitors have, and everywhere. They got to have security because, oh. you know, like pick a movie about a casino. It's probably about someone trying to rob it. Yeah. yeah. Oceans 11, 12, 13, whatever the remake was that was female centric. Oceans 69. They really should have done that, but they never did. Harold and Kumar, Oceans 420. <laughs> I fucking hope so. I would actually go see that movie. Whatever. We're going to get another Oceans movie not too long. Are we? I, I think they're rebooting it. Oceans Again? 420 starring Cal Penn. <laughs> Is this like when they said they were rebooting Harry no, Potter uh, and everybody oh, sorry, groaned? Sorry, rebooting. Uh, returning to it with a prequel. Okay. Oceans <laughs> 9. Or a prequel series. Wait, wait, wait. Is the prequel going to have Brad Pitt trying to be younger than he was when he was in Oceans 11? I hope so. Like, are Is we... Qui-Gon going to be in it? <laughs> I hope so. I don't know. Like Qui-Gon's be bygones, baby. If we, can, <laughs> if we can have a whole movie of them poorly digitally de-aged, that sounds funny. I still love that TikTok. Like Qui-Gon's be bygones. Fucking Darth Maul. <laughs> Trying to talk to Obi-Wan. <laughs> Never gonna happen, buddy. Ah, uh, fuck. Do so you think they're gonna try and de-age them? I have no idea. Oh, I, I mean, God. it's... It did not work in The Irishman. That was... To not the movement. Let's of, see him put a beat on him. The de aging uh, itself didn't look bad. It was the, de- the movements didn't yeah, match the, anything. <laughs> the de aging was fine. They yeah. should they should have just done like they did with like Mark Hamill, oh. where they just have a different guy as the body. Yep. And I don't Smarter, think yes, right. And the folks who were in Ocean's Eleven stuff, um, you they've aged pretty well. Most of yeah, them, they yeah. can all still do stuff, and it's not like it's a hardcore like action Adrenochrome. flick. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Turn the babies into adrenochrome. I mean, haven't like half of them been in Marvel movies within the last decade? <laughs> George Clooney was just Batman again lately. <laughs> oh, shit. Marvel or DC movies? Like, yeah. Shit. <laughs> what a fantastic era. Oh, God. We haven't gotten uh, Julia Roberts in a superhero movie yet, have we? Is she still working? I don't know. I haven't seen her in anything for a while, but. The last thing I saw her in was that movie that went up for an Oscar where she had supporting actress or something. The one with Meryl Streep. I the was one like, with Meryl Streep. Right. It was, a, well, with of course, Mer- Meryl Streep, you know? So, like, yeah. there's going to be Oscars getting handed out. It's Meryl Streep. A Dragon Ball. Uh, no, it was like some hick shit where she was supposed to be like a hardcore redneck in it. Yeah, I have no idea what this one is. You sure that wasn't Susan Sarandon? No, Susan Sarandon was too busy fucking up Blue Beetle. She was in a different hick thing, though. Yeah, no, she does. Some, some Appalachia kind of thing. Yeah. I'm really sad that she was in Blue Beetle. Same with George Lopez. Some fucking super milk toast, mediocre Ron Howard. Who says yes to a Ron Howard production? Fuck's sake. <laughs> what has he done that's good? He's done a lot of things that are okay. But what has he done that's good? Exactly. Okay. I was like, maybe there's some redeeming. Solo's probably the best movie I've ever seen from Ron Howard. And that's just because Han Solo's in it. That's fair. <laughs> like people still hated that movie too. It was fine. Glover was. That, that's shit, exactly yo. exactly what Ron Howard does. He works with incredibly talented people to make really mid movies. <laughs> and it was. Oh God, perfect. Yeah, the, whatever it was, it was some some Appalachia redneck kind of thing, where mostly they were just wearing dirty clothes and screaming at each other. And, and it was a few years after because, like, Jennifer Lawrence kind of came on the scene with... Uh, Silver Linings? No, 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 no. Uh, before that, Winter's Bone. Oh, okay, okay. Which is, like, a dirty 
meth gangster Appalachia movie in its rules. But like it was super indie. I think their their wardrobe budget was five thousand dollars. Damn. <laughs> for the whole movie. That's awesome. And this wasn't a movie with four people in it. Like there was a there was a pretty large cast. So they were like, all right, who has some of this clothing that we could just tear up and rip up? And- I think they just brought a U-Haul to a goodwill. Yeah. That's what it looked like. And really that would be the costuming for that movie anyway. Fair. Interesting. Because the plot of the movie is that she, Jennifer Lawrence, is the oldest of several children bothered by this one guy. And he got mixed up with uh, stupid meth something and killed over it. Like everyone knows it happened. And everyone really knows who did it too. And she's trying to reach out to those people to be like, can you just tell me where the body is? Right. Because she needs the body to prove that he's dead so that she can get government support for herself and her siblings. Jesus. <laughs> and that is what the movie's about. And it's damn good. That's some hardcore redneck uh, shit. There's some, there's some killing that comes up soon there and after. Well, yeah, it's Appalachia. So obviously people have to die. That's every Appalachia redneck movie. People, it's like, Instead of a Western, an Eastern. Uh, What? (laughs) Yes. Because instead of the cowboy shit out West, you have redneck hick shit, meth shit out East. See, when you you say East, I was not, I was thinking like, are you, so we're talking about Japanese movies with samurai. No. Yeah. Yeah. Out East, I went there too. And then in my head, like I understood what you meant, but then I was imagining like a bunch of samurai up in the <laughs> Appalachian Mountains, dude. That's totally just what like I was making like. meth and, and like making their own moonshine and blowing shit up yeah. with it. Samurai meth heads sounds really interesting. All right, let's get Tom Cruise on board. Can you imagine like some samurai like really slowly just picking up a a thing of pills and like? <laughs> <laughs> we got a hit here, boys. I think this is going to work. Yeehaw! God damn it. All Dude, right. a cocaine bear got made. I'm sure I could get this movie made. Cocaine shark. <laughs> yeah, that is next on the docket. Oh, cocaine no, shark. Now we're, uh, we're now into the franchise of, I believe it's shark versus octopus tornado. Like it's in, in, Oh, yeah, the Sharknado franchise is it's, getting it's, weird. Yeah, it's, got, it's going Godzilla style. They figured this is the next, you know. They wanted it to be Pacific Rim, <laughs> but they didn't want to call it Pacific Rim, so they just decided to go with random Godzilla shit instead. We want to be on track to be the first franchise made entirely by ai i mean yeah probably that will probably be the first one to go because they were like looking at like why does it keep adding tentacles no we can work with this we can work with this (laughs) we they already have added tentacles there are octopi octopuses octopi i don't i actually don't know the plural of octopus octopi 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 it could also mean you've got eight pies which sounds cool octopi or you cream pied eight <laughs> octopi. <laughs> I know which of the three I would prefer. <laughs> Octopus cream pie? Yep. <laughs> you Definitely are, not all the tentacles. Yeah, you, you like the deep from the boys. <laughs> the deep? Oh, God. <laughs> you down with the deep, aren't you? Yeah. What a character. Do you think about the deep as a Muppet? Does that get your gills wet? <laughs> God damn. Well, I really want to go online now and look for is there a real like group where they're like deep fans? <laughs> deep apologists. <Can> yes. <laughs> I mean I, I mean oh there's Homelander fans. That's legit. And yes, uh, they're what, called MAGA. What, what's the other, what's his name? Anthony keeps coming up and saying like 
Anthony Starr. Anthony Starr, you're, you're really missing the point. You, you know, some of, the, some of the things fans are saying are, no, you're missing the point of the character. If he wants to make a difference, he should run for president against Trump, see if he can get elected, and then be like, that was seriously not what I believed at all, though. I was actually, I was looking at some clips, like some Homelander clips a couple days ago. Yeah. And I, I know that Eric Kripke and, and members of that cast have been explicit, like, we are referencing Donald Trump here. Yeah. But the way that Homelander just kind of like can't socialize or pick up on social cues or smile in a genuine way, yeah. I am seeing Ron DeSantis more and more in Homelander. You make sense. He's Especially also- given like that ad he did, which right. I think had Homelander in it. Did he? I didn't know about that. Yes, he, it did. Yeah, he had, this, he had this ad months ago where it was like the Chad meme, like oiled up shirtless men. And like Homelander <laughs> and fucking Peaky Blinders yeah. and like Jesus. Brad Pitt or something. No, no. Yeah, it was Brad Pitt in Troy. So as muscled and oiled up as possible. It was the gayest shit I've ever seen straight up. Like gayer than dudes fucking and sucking each other. Gayest shit I've ever seen from like the most anti-gay motherfucker out there. And it was just mystifying why he would do it. In regard to the smiling thing, you really need to read before the next election the Trans Metropolitan series because it's about an election and one of the opponents is called the Smiler, and it's it's very applicable. <laughs> You'll enjoy that. Fucking Homelander. Uh, sad that that felt so dead on for two Republican presidential candidates. Now, <laughs> Just Homelander two? is like so Come much on. smarter though. <laughs> Also kind of scary, yeah. And like way more in touch with his feelings. Also weird, yes. <laughs> he got to actually fight his father. Ooh. True. <laughs> True. Jesus. Really, he's doing a lot better. <laughs> Come March here, we'll get to find out how much better things are going. Is March when the caucuses are? No, uh, no, the next season of The Boys. Oh, okay. When, when are the caucuses? We're getting close. Who cares? Like this it's just month, a Republican. Next month? I don't know. Are we already there? Wow. It's, it's, it's early. This, oh, yeah. this is... It, it's... What caucus? Do you want to go, do you wanna go to some, some of the Republican ones? No, Ooh. no. It's, it's more <laughs> so that like, I was watching some football and it was nonstop political ads on every commercial break and nothing but. And I was like, God damn it, it's that time again. Yeah, what's real funny about, about Iowa is that uh, the Democrats aren't lost the first in the nation thing. The Republicans didn't. Oh, right. It's in, what, North Carolina now for <laughs> Democrats? So we're just fucking not relevant to the Dem Party Correct. at all now. There's not even an event. Wow. Also and the same as Florida announced. Why did we keep the shitty step? Like, Florida also it. announced it for this year. Same as Iowa not having for their Democrats. Florida announced we will not be having a Democratic caucus. Was always, the, the, the caucuses were always more about Republicans in Iowa anyway. Because they'd always be coming here and going to the state fair and like deep throating all the corn dogs and, you know, wearing plaid shirts that they rolled the sleeves up on literally. Yep. To show off their lack of farmer tan. Right. Fucking, <laughs> the, the only Democrat I remember that was trying to run for president that actually did that shit was Michael Avenetti. Don't even remember that person. He was the lawyer who represented Stormy Daniels. Oh, God. Nice. And... He wound up going to prison for uh, trying to defraud or, no, extort. He was trying to extort the corporation Nike. 
Wow. Dumb. It was it was massively dumb. Ballsy. It's like he was pretending to have some dirt against them and demanding that they pay him, not a client of his, but him directly millions of dollars. Wow. And that like $80 million or some crazy <laughs> shit like that. Because and then he was going to, in exchange, fix their problem for him or something. And they're just like, ah, we're just going to turn this over to the cops. Wow. Shit. Anyway, release we, the Kraken. What if we took like a fraction of those millions and just paid someone to look at you a little closer? Yeah. And yeah, he wound up going to prison and like crying a lot and getting divorced <laughs> and all that shit and going broke. And why is it so many people that are lawyers are so incompetent at being lawyers? Why is it that the famous ones are the worst ones? <laughs> also that, yes. Like the most famous lawyer that it's not in a horrible way, I think is Barack Obama. Sure. But then people have to be like, oh yeah, he is a lawyer. Yeah, you first know, thing he's not famous mind, for being Johnny a lawyer. Cochran. Johnny Cochran. That's yeah. the first thing in my mind. <laughs> Been dead for a long time. Most famous for <laughs> representing a guy that everyone agrees definitely did it. <laughs> and wrote a book about how, you know, if I would have done it, this is how I would have done it. And kind of made Kim K somehow. And then went back to jail for armed robbery. <laughs> Stealing his own shit. <laughs> I remember that. Gets off on the murder charge, but that's not enough. We're going for right it. Right back out in the... God, did not take that W and run with it. Just turned it directly into an L. Yeah, most, most famous lawyer right now is definitely Rudy Giuliani. Right. And that is yeah. not a good kind of fame. <laughs> Do you think it's because most lawyers, attorneys, what have you, like if they're good at their job, they're quiet about it? They don't want people to know where they're at on the chessboard? I think it's more entertaining to watch a clown than a professional. I suppose that's true. More people like watching Commander Magic than they do watch competitive. I don't. What? <laughs> that's just Commander hate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm in with it. You just <laughs> give in to your hate. Well, one of those is watching somebody play the game at a very high level and have to make a bunch of strategic decisions. And the other one, and the is, other one is the pro tour is casual. The other one's casual. No, if, if we were going to make an, a magic analogy to these lawyers, they wouldn't be playing commander. They would be a four-year-old chewing on a card while they poop their pants. <laughs> Except put like a six or a seven in front of that four. Jesus. <laughs> and have them maybe like low-key trying to masturbate in a Borat movie. <laughs> I've forgotten about that. I was, not, I was tucking my shirt back in. Why were your pants undone? To tuck my shirt in. That is kind of super old, but God, like the, the, the farts in court that he's caught on, like just ripping them hard and like people just making the ew face, the accidental, I'm holding my press conference behind a porn store, the, the drippy hair, the fucking shitty, like the mask, Jim Carrey veneers on top with graham cracker teeth okay, on here, the bottom. Here's what like, it is. You could just goes write, on and on. You couldn't write that character into a modern movie and have people believe it. No, you couldn't. And then he. <laughs> the closest we've come is the penguin with Colin Farrell, and that's way cooler. That guy's smart and charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I'm saying, in terms of appearance, horrific. Oh, okay. He's. I would much rather fuck the penguin. Right. So would it. But I'm saying that's the closest I could see to Giuliani. Didn't you watch Game of Thrones? There's going to be somebody in that. I mean, I try to forget everything in Game of Thrones after season five, so it's hard. Giuliani looks like he's wearing loaded adult diapers and has sticky hands. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Such a descriptive. 
haunt your dreams. Breath like the graveyard, cigars, fucking rotten fish. He looks like a goblin that got fat. He looks like a, a goblin that was on meth. <laughs> like if a goblin mm-hmm. was Smeagol. Smeagol got fat and liked meth. I mean, that's Rudy kind Giuliani. of, yeah, yeah. Really, Rudy Giuliani, like 20 years ago, was kind of a, looked at as a heroic figure. He certainly fucking wasn't, but, but they his PR place, was good. Right his brand place, was right strong. Time. Yeah. Yeah, post 9-11, when racism was super acceptable, Giuliani was on top of the world. Let's clean up the streets hey, and racism, just put everybody in prison. Well, next to the rubble. Right. Racism wasn't allowed everywhere. It was very specific racism. Oh, yes. But it got exponentially worse. Yes, it did. Uh, well, Giuliani, may you have loaded adult diapers till the day you die, you gross, gross goblin. Did you just, like, waste a, a may you on that? Like, that's just a likelihood. <laughs> right? That's, it's almost a certainty. Yeah, like, uh, You see, like, he lost his defamation case for a hilarious amount of money that he definitely doesn't have. Walked outside oh, and then immediately great. started running his mouth on the same bullshit. Same thing. And they just sued him again. Yep. Like turned around and filed another lawsuit Made it the next out day. To the steps. The front steps. Which is the same shit that happened to Trump a little while ago, where like <laughs> he lost his case and then just kept saying that shit in front of cameras. So they just filed another one. <laughs> this is this sort of a getting to a point where they're just going to go with you can't bleed? A rock kind of vibe, like all the money's gone. They're just gonna say what they're gonna say I, as a poor I person. Don't, I don't think there's logic to it. I I think it's absolutely like a blind and futile rage. It's full on temper tantrum. Yep, well, boomers are good at that. You know, this, this you've asked them, please kindly, sir, leave the store, and now they're like they're beyond screaming. <laughs> like the cops are there, and they're telling the cops, "I know the law better than you." Fucking, <laughs> like that's where we're at. <sighs> well, they'll be dead eventually. Or, or maybe even like 10 minutes after that where they get maced or tased, cuffed, put in the back of the car, and then poop their pants and cry. <laughs> but then they get bailed out and go right back to the store. <laughs> pants full of poop, face full of mace, doing it again. <laughs> the same thing happened again. I've seen rats in mazes that figure out that, no, shock versus cheese quicker, but no. Jesus Christ. Sounds like a great short, <laughs> like a little short video. <laughs> like, make it really. Who figures it out first, the rat and the cheese or the Giuliani? Yeah, like, I want to, it's, TikTok, it's TikTok style. I've got them on two opposing screens. <laughs> it's all set to Benny Hill music. That's perfect. And <laughs> that gets 5 million views. That's how you go viral right there. Who's going to figure it out first, this presidential candidate or the rat? <laughs> I, I know I mentioned, it was kind of like tangential. I know I mentioned it to both of y'all at some point, but I don't know if I mentioned it on the cast. Because now we're in 2024. Right. So I can definitively say my favorite joke I heard in 2023 nope. was about Donald Trump. And it was uh, that it's inappropriate to compare Donald Trump to Hitler mm. because Hitler had a wife that loved him. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> my favorite joke of 23 that I heard. <laughs> and with that, good night. Nighty night. <laughs>